أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبح اسم ربك العالى الذين خلق فسواه والذين قدر فحدا والذين عخرج المرعى فجعله خثاء عن احوى سنكريك فلا تنسى الا ما شاء الله انه يعلم الجحر وما يخفى وَنُيَسِّرُكَ لِلْيُسْرَى فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّ ثَعَتِي ذِكْرَى سَيَذَّكَّرُ مَن يَخْشَى وَيَتَجَنَّبُهَا لَشَقَّ الَّذِي يَصْلَى النَّارَ الْقُبْرَى ثُمَّ لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَى قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَن تَزَكَّى وَدَكَرَ اسْمَ رَبِّي فَصَلَّى بَلْ تُثِيرُونَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى إِنَّ هَذَا لَفِي الصُّحُفِ الْعُلَى صُحُفِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يقل له كفوا احد صدق الله العظيم very interesting that um, <coughs> that Islam and the deen now 1600 years on from the Rasul sallallahu is as of the last century or so undergone a revolution <coughs> which is not dissimilar to the kind of revolution that happened in Christianity uh, sort of around the same time period that uh, after um, say Naisa also about 1600 years on and that that uh, revolution if you like is um, is what one what one could call a reform movement current orthodox Sunni Islam, particularly in its um, more Salafi and 
Wahhabi orientated kind of um, approaches is not dissimilar to the Protestant revolution of the 16th century in Europe. It has the same hidebound insistence on the uh, fundamental return to text and textual authority. <coughs> it has the same horror of um, anything to do with icon, anything to do with image, anything to do with <coughs> something that could be accused of being idolatrous. It also has um, an immense disapproval of the inner tradition of the deen, just as the Protestant revolution had a disapproval of the inner tradition of Christianity. As you know that under the Protestants most monasteries were closed and um, the emphasis of, uh, of uh, worship for Christian Protestants was about a really dry and sort of, in a sense, an unspiritual uh, religious practice, very textual and hidebound. This, um, this revolution is, from one point of view, perfectly understandable. Because when um, the Dean, or with the Dean's exploration of the inner world, has come an enormous amount of obscurantist nonsense, um, the, uh, the, 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 the professional writing of Tawis, uh, by Shiroch, the, um, uh, the, uh, the role which, uh, a lot of the Darbars and the, uh, the Zawiyas play in traditional Muslim societies where we still have a preponderance of, um, of Tasawuf is, is not dissimilar from the, the kinds of peculiar, peculiar things that happened in Catholicism before the Russian, the, the, uh, the Protestant uh, Reformation. The, uh, I mean, you would be aware of the indulgences, for instance, that, that the Pope would uh, sell you less time in purgatory after you die, if you gave some money to the church. Um, really strange practices. Um, this peculiar practice of veneration of, um, of uh, <coughs> relics, where they'd literally compete for the body parts of saints. I mean, it was quite macabre. Um, Now, while it's understandable that this sort of descent into hocus-pocus by inner traditions 
solicits this critique. The problem is that the, these, this reforming drive, which is so manifest in the Wahhabis and so manifest in the Salafi approach, um, then banishes the whole tradition of inner knowledge and inner work. And it reduces the deen to a purely outward profession of actions. An outward profession of sort of almost like legalistic incantations. And you then have something which has completely lost its heart. So we, you know, we've, um, <coughs> this, this, um, just, just the, 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 the horror of what, what the Saudis have done to um, the cities of, of Mecca and Medina, where they've deliberately rubbed out anything that's, that smelt of the Rasul Salaam. Hmm. And um, um, to replace it with uh, kind of huge buildings and you know basically a theme park um, is it's um, one one almost asks himself: Do these people have any love left? I mean, do they have any love of the Rasul? Is this possible that you can? I mean, they, for instance, they, they would cut down they cut down trees that he had planted with his own hand. Um, they, they, you know, they, they dynamited or bulldozed buildings that he, that were associated with them. They kind, of, uh, and uh, just such an immense disrespect for the heart of this, of the phenomenon of this deed, for the inner truth of this phenomenon of this deed. And so, so um, you have. Um, you know, everybody's in the right size length kurta, and they all look the same, and they all have this, this uh, sort of uniform headdress, and they all look the same, uh, you know, behave the same. And one gets the sense of, uh, as the Christians would say, whitewashed sepulchres. That they have this, that the, the inner reality is gone. What you have inwardly is pure rottenness. I mean, the problem is, that when you turn the whole problem into an outward affair, you completely disable any finesse around the issue of intent, around the inner life of the human being. So, we're at, at this sort of historical juncture where um, we are in a, in a place that isn't dissimilar from where the Christians were in the 16th century. And where we can also see that not dissimilar to where the Christians were, we, the, the, the dean is squaring up for a massive confrontation. <coughs> These phenomena like ISIS and the, 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 the bombing of the, of the Darbars and of the tombs of the Shirukh and the killing of the, of the people of Tasawwuf under their rule. This is not different from what the Europeans did um, in, the, in the 17th century. Uh, they, they, there was, in fact, they completely depopulated Europe with these, with these wars. 
So the question is, what does that mean for us? And what does that mean for us at this historical juncture? I mean, clearly one can't, one can't justify some of the nonsense, a lot of the nonsense that takes place in the name of Tosavu. Um, you know, and, the, and the, the problem is that the phenomenon that we're dealing with is, is, is actually, it's not binary. I mean, it's, it's, it has an incremental <coughs> sort of element to it. I mean, on the one hand, you could say uh, is a complete obscurantist nonsense where people are writing Taoese and they, they kind of, they, you know, they, um, they uh, have sort of, they make this big noise about Jadu and they um, either practicing Jadu or they, you get the Shiroku make a profession, literally make a profession out of, out of making accusations of Jadu. So, I mean, that's clearly just beyond the pale. Um, but then at the same time, you know, you kind of incrementally, you can move up from that extreme to, well, isn't doing Dikr um, a little bit of an, an obscurantist thing? You know, isn't... So, so one can... I mean, how can I put this? We... we we need to we need to govern our reaction to the Salafis because from one point of view they have a point they really do have a point there is obscurantist nonsense that happens in the name of the deen there's certainly obscurantist nonsense that happens in the name of Tassel so what we're concerned with here in this area and what we're trying to put forward is a reasoned Tassel is an approach to Tassel that tries to explore or tries to present a knowledge of and an exploration of the inward in language that doesn't require too many leaps of faith, that isn't too hocus-pocus in character, that is very straightforward and very clear. I think that this is the only approach that one can have to kind of chart a way through the the conflict that's inherent between the the Salafis and the people of Tasawuf today is to take on board some of the critique so that we avoid some of the the excesses but at the same time we stick true to the essential nature of what we're busy with and that is the whole problem of the Dean is not an external affair it is an internal affair <clears throat> the deen is not about compliance. The deen is not about the length of your beard and the length of your trousers. The deen is, is about the sense, your sincerity. It is about your interior life, not your exterior life. Otherwise, why is the very first um, hadith, both in Bukhari and Muslim, uh, in Allah, in Amal Bilnya, verily all actions are, ju are judged by the intention. It's not the externality that is the issue, it is the internal, it is the intent which is the issue. So I think <coughs> that what we're doing, by doing what we're doing, is that we're actually representing a call back to the pristine deed, to the primary revelation.
And the primary revolution is not just about external compliance. It never was. But at the same time, it's clarified, it's cleansed of some of the excesses that the people of Tosovo have been guilty of for these centuries. So we don't venerate the Shiloh here. We don't... We don't... Um, we don't have uh, this view that the Shiruch are somehow divine creatures. We, uh, we require everybody, including our Shiruch, to act consistently with the fundamental premises and requirements of the Deen. To respect the fundamental requirements of Sharia. This is, in fact, the Shadali path. Sheikh Shadali famously said, our path is about being inwardly intoxicated and outwardly sober. That sobriety means an outward conformity to the requirements of the deen. Not as an end in itself, as a method of creating a sense of privacy within which you can, in good conscience and with license, explore your inner reality. May Allah grant us an to him. Amen. May grant us annihilation in him. Amen. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, how we die. In Allah, Oh, my God.